0: Welcome to episode 24 of the Michael Mashey podcast, original air date, Saturday, July 9th, 2016. On today's show, our guest is psychic and afterlife communicator, Lorna Adams. Lorna tells us the difference between spirit guides and angels and how we all have the ability to communicate with those who have passed. Let's get right into the show.
1: to the michael mashey podcast broadcasting from the cuisinart resort studios in anguilla cuisinart golf resort and spa and the reef by cuisinart anguilla's ultimate destinations Michael is the director of entertainment for the Cuisinart Golf Resort and Spa in Anguilla. He's the owner of Michael Mashey Entertainment Agency with over 30 years of experience in the entertainment industry. He's joined by his wife, producer, and co-host Blanca de Mashi. Blanca is the president of Michael Mashey Entertainment in South Florida. She's a devoted mother, freelance writer, and former child star from NBC's hit television series Rags to Riches. You can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, and you can always listen to archive shows at michaelmashey.com. Follow Michael Mashey on Facebook. Facebook and Twitter. And now, here's Michael Mashey.
0: And welcome to another episode of The Michael Mashey Show. And of course, I'm always joined by my producer, my co host, my wife, Blanca. Hello, how are you doing? I'm doing very well. And of course, we're doing great because we have a very special little guest in the studio right now. Could you tell him all about it?
1: Yes. We have a special guest who has bright blue eyes, a beautiful smile great charismatic personality, and a wonderful engaging attitude. He's a second (laughs) grader, homeschooled, and at the top of his class, he's Richard Mashey.
0: Hello, Richie. Hi. How are you doing? (laughs) Great. So I'm so glad that you're here to help us introduce the show. Are you having fun? Yes? Okay. Well, get on that microphone so yeah, everybody yeah, can hear you. So how, how old are you, Richie? 6, six and a half. You're six years old. Six and a half. I, mm-hmm. I love how we continue to say halves. Why, why, don't we, why do we ever get rid of the halves and the quarters and the three quarters?
1: I think once we get over 21, the half becomes irrelevant.
0: Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. That's true. That's true. Isn't that the truth? Yeah, that is true. So that's awesome, Richie. Six and a half. So we all wake up early in this house. And what, Richie, tell everybody, why do we wake up early? What do we hear?
2: Animals.
0: We hear lots of animals, right? I'm going to give everybody an example of what we hear out there. You ready? Here, listen to this. This is what we hear. Yeah, this starts around 5.30 in the morning, right?
2: Yeah, you woke him 5.30 and I did not even hear the animals.
0: You didn't hear the end? An- you didn't hear that outside the window? <laughs> yeah, it's just a... Lovely you get used song. to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
3: you that's like what... That?
0: All right. I think they've heard enough of that.
1: I, I really like that. I always wanted to have a farm, but yeah. but it's nice to be able to have a farm next door. Yeah. Now
0: you have one at a, at a distance. It's but nice. It
1: is nice because it still gives us that effect. It really is nice. That is true. No, actually,
0: it is kind of neat. I mean, and I I am a morning person. I like waking up early. I love sharing coffee, a cup of coffee with you mm-hmm. and uh, getting to talk about the news of the day and all that kind of good stuff. Right. But um, we are going to be taking a short break right now. And when we come back, we have a very special guest, psychic and after life communicator Lorna Adams is going to join us we'll be right back after this
4: Cuisinart Golf Resort and Spa in Anguilla is delighted to welcome Michael Mashey as director of entertainment to celebrate Michael and the Cuisinart Resort invite all of his loyal fans to join him with a special promotion we have created a package for maximum enjoyment of the resort with many opportunities to engage with Michael during his performances at the Cuisinart selection of venues. This special promotion includes five days, four nights in a beachfront junior suite, full breakfast daily at Cafe Med or Continental Ensuite, suite complimentary dinner for two at either Le Bistro at Santorini or Italia, complimentary Wi-Fi, scheduled fitness classes, special golf rates for Cuisinart guests, and much more. All this for just $1,800 per person. For more information, please visit CuisinartResort.com. For reservations, contact 1-800-943-3210 or email reservations at Cuisinart.ai. Be sure to reference the special rate code, MMP, and tell them Michael Mashey Live told you to call. Package rates based on double occupancy. Additional nights <laughs> available at prevailing rates. 10% service charge. 10% government tax. Act $3 per adult 12 years and older per night. Government marketing levy will be added. 15% service charge on meals. Spock gratuities and beverages discerned nights. All valid now through December 17th, 2016. So it closed August 28th. Jack Nicholson here. You're listening to Michael Mashey live from the Queasing Art Studios in Anguilla. Listen, all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. So do what I do. Visit the Queasing Art Resort in Anguilla. And always listen to Michael Mashey Live. <laughs> la 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 la.
0: And we are back, and uh, Blanca, we have a fantastic guest. I've been really excited about this particular guest that we have today. Yeah, me too. Yeah. A had so many well, I can't wait to share that with her. What what we've been through, but but today we have Lorna Adams. Lorna, welcome to the Michael Mashey Live Show. How are you?
3: I'm great. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Oh,
0: absolutely. Boy, you know, as soon as I saw you, um, your information. Uh, we just couldn't wait to have you on the show, but, uh, cause we're really into this kind of thing. We really, I'm a believer, so I'm not a skeptic in any way. And there's reasons for that. And we'll get into that later. But, um, you know, we were doing a little research uh, about you now tell people exactly what it is you do first.
3: Well, what I do, um, is I connect with people's spirit guides and those that have passed and uh, when I connect with people's spirit guides, um, we all have spirit guides, whether you're aware of them or not. And uh, sometimes I describe spirit guides as a deep inner knowing, that sort of tap on the shoulder, that gut feeling that we've all had at one time or another. And so spirit guides are always standing by, ready to help with any and everything. They're with us from the beginning. As we come into this world, into the physical body, and as we leave, and when we return to the other side, I believe we return to uh, where we came from. So, spirit guides are extremely flexible. And during a reading, you can ask about anything you like. There is uh, no topics, uh, nothing that's, you know, uh, that can't be asked. I also have the ability to tap into anybody's energy in your life. From your boss to a personal relationship, to um, gosh, you name it. You know, should I buy this car? Is it is it sound? Is it not? Is it a good idea? Um, so I always say uh, past, present, and future. So because they also do talk about the future and uh, what's coming up. So again, really, there's there's nothing that off limits as far as asking questions. Many times, people that have passed, they will just. Um, sort of show up many, many, many times. They actually show up um, sometimes even a couple of days, even before the person, the client arrives wow. for the reading. It doesn't matter if it's on the phone. It doesn't matter if it's in person uh, because energy is energy. We're energy and uh, spirit is energy. Um, you know, I think, what is that saying? We are um, spiritual beings having a human experience we're not human beings having a spiritual experience, and I believe that's just so true. Right. So that's sort of, I think, in a nutshell, how it works, at least for me.
0: Well, I gotta ask you because one of the things that amazes me is okay. So you are you are able to know past, present, future. Have you ever been able to f- solve crimes or anything from people that have passed?
3: Uh, yeah, many times. You know, the, I um, I've always wanted the opportunity to work with, um, you know, police departments or even individuals. I think that work is fascinating. And and the other side of that is that it can be extremely healing and helpful. Um, And then once in a while, um, I'm not sure why it is, but once in a great while, thank goodness it doesn't happen often, spirit will say this person doesn't need to know. So many Uh. times if there's some graphic information Uh, Because spirit will have the information, they'll tell me the information after the person has left. And I'm like, really, couldn't you have told me 20 minutes ago, (laughs) but that person was really not meant to know that information, because it would have hurt more than helped. So in that case, I get sort of what I call a brick wall, they're like, that you shut down. They're like, no. So um, I just really am the channel. I'm the middleman. I just pass on the information uh, from spirit and those that have passed.
0: And, and, now, and now when did when did this actually when did you discover that you could do this?
3: I started uh, communicating with my spirit guides when I was about 14 and I had a a friend of our family. She was sort of like a, uh, really a grandmother to me. And I started with what's called automatic writing, which is described as writing without conscious thought. And um, that's how I started. My guides used to wake me up at about, you know, it always be like one or two in the morning. And I'm like, can't you do like noon, you know, <laughs> so and they're like, you know, so I'd always keep a, uh, you know, pad and pencil next to my bed. And I, I would write down uh, quickly what they were saying. First, it was just sentences. And so this friend of ours, Anita Halbert, um, you know, she had been writing since the 50s, the 1950s. And she would call it her daily lesson. She would write from her main spirit guide, Philip, one page every day. She did that for I don't know, 40, 50 years. And so I would take my writings to her as they got longer and extremely complex writings. And I would say, what is this? (laughs) What does it mean? So she was really my mentor. Um, She taught me to always stay in the light, never to veer over into the dark. Um, Taught me a lot about universal law and, um, you know, planetary laws, laws that apply to this particular existence on this particular planet. So, again, automatic writing is tapping into this other dimension, um, these other dimensions, these other realms. Many times, um, most of us, if not all of us, access those other realms and dimensions in our sleep state right. when we're dreaming. So that's what that is, and that's how it started to come in, um, uh for me when I was fourteen, when I was nineteen, we lost um a very close friend and about three days after he passed he started talking to me. Oh wow in, in my mind. And so I always documented everything by I couldn't I could never write fast enough, so I took up <laughs> typing very early. Um so I just I can type really fast. <laughs> so that's how I document what they're saying.
1: When you hear these or when you hear these departed Souls in your mind. Do you see them
3: in your mind? Yes. Okay. Yes, a lot. Yeah, a lot of times um, because, you know, getting a picture or a vision is so much, you know, it's instantaneous, isn't it? It's just, mm-hmm. I can see the person. I can see what they look like. I can see where they are. So it's just so much uh, a, a faster form of communication than this terribly you know, slow way of talking and using words. So many right. times I uh, I get luckily I get both.
0: Right. So it's um so are you seeing fluid movement or are you seeing just images? Like movies almost. No? When you
1: No,
3: see- no, there when someone comes through, um they you know, they are alive and well. Mm-hmm. And there are many times um you know it can be a little bit a little bit treacherous. You know, as far as I gotta use my diplomacy because, to me, they're alive and they're joyous and they're just as present as you and I are having this conversation right now. And many times they're funny and they're humorous hmm. and they're they're happy. And so you know, and then sometimes you know, people that have you know lost can be a terrible thing. Sure. You know, but people come through and they're like, woohoo, you know, so I'm like, okay, <laughs> just tone it down a little bit, <laughs> you know. It's,
1: it's better on I, the other side. Right. Sure. I certainly
3: wouldn't want to offend anybody here that's grieving, you know, which is yes. a, a painful process. But um, yes. gosh, they're just, you know, and always the message, if the message is the same, if there's some, you know, consistency to it, it's that I'm fine, I'm I'm whole once again, I'm not in any pain. I'm not suffering. Um, right. You know, that seems to be one of one of the big major messages that they really want to get across. Right.
0: So your clients, I mean, you bring a lot of joy to your clients. Not only are you, are you bringing their, their relative or their friend to them, but then you're also giving them a, a message that really is comforting to them as well. I'm sure this is a major life change for people.
3: I hope so. I mean, that's why I do it. You know, I do it selfishly because I love it. I love, I just, I love it. You know, I love, there's nothing, there's nothing better for me than speaking to my spirit guides or other people's spirit guides. It just, it's just this well that, you know, runs inside of me and I just feel grateful and fortunate to be able to to do it, you know, because that that's my main reason is to help and to heal. And also the other thing that I really love to do is really empower people to do this themselves, to get in touch with their own spirit guides, because, you know, spirit guides are so anxious to help and to guide and to, um, you know, help us through this life um, that we've planned and the challenges that we also put in our own paths. So uh, I, I also like to really. You know, one of my goals is that um, people don't need me, that you can do this by yourself. You know, I I like to help teach people to get to that point.
0: So anyone so anyone has the capability to do this?
3: Yes. And people that meditate uh, know what I'm talking about. 'Cause meditation meditation is is really just the act of quieting the mind, right. which is, as we all know, extremely difficult, myself included.
1: <laughs> My
3: husband has
1: ADHD, so
3: I know right, what you mean. <laughs> right. The incessant chatter, it's just, you know and I and I really am a terrible meditator. And so all all what I do is I go onto YouTube. And there's a gazillion um, meditations for any and everything. And, you know, my mind kind of goes, oh, look, shiny ball, you know, and it goes and <laughs> listens to the, the meditation for whatever abundance or peacefulness or sleep or, or whatever it is, well-being, whatever it is. It's a, it's a wonderful tool to quiet this mind. It's a mental exercise which, which we need to
1: do. And a lot of people don't understand that that's a necessary part, just like exercise for your body, for your cardiac health or your, uh, you know, cardiovascular system, you have to make sure you train your mind. And a lot of people, even in school, we have a a child that we're home educating, uh, and he's very, very active, but we have much Mm -hmm. older children that through the course of their phases of development, getting them to train their minds was a challenge. You know, because they're, they're overstimulated by their peers and by the social interactions. So they're not able to just rest and focus. And that I feel at least that it's that way when we're trying to pray or we're trying to meditate is that we're consciously making that effort to set aside all those distractions.
3: Very, very true. And it's funny because I am no different because I have this ability, I am, you know, uh, you know, as my mentor said, when I was growing up, I have one foot in this world and one foot in the other. And I'll start to, you know, I'll have like my prayer list. And all of a sudden I'm thinking about, you know, I have to clean the stove tomorrow and it's like, (laughs) what, 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 whoa, what happened? You know? So, and I have to bring myself back. And so it very, very is uh, like you said, Blanca, like flexing a muscle and really, um, you know, getting in the, in the habit of that. And, uh, I even have a whiteboard that I'll, I'll write, you know, a try erase board. And yes. I'll write myself notes because I just, I forget.
1: You forget, but also I'm sure that there are so many other messages that come through that they kind of, derail your thought process too. And have you ever had the problem where you're thinking your thoughts, but then you go off into a different tangent that isn't of your own thinking?
3: Well, I'm lucky that way in that because I've been doing it, um, you know, just my whole life, mm-hmm. um, I'm able to turn it on and off and, but, you know, spirit, since I am open to it, um, I, uh, they're very present. And so, um, uh, they will, you know, slip a little thought in, like my husband will be talking to me about, you know, something and they'll say, you know, they'll say, well, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I'll say, oh. You know what they're saying now, you know, and it's always of a helpful, a helpfulness. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it's always like that. But, you know, some people will say, well, do you go around, you know, you must be bombarded by, you know, spirit or, you know, messages. And I'm really not because I refuse. I learned again, like I said, a long time ago, I just turn it on and off. I just can't afford to um, be open Mm -hmm. all the time. Right. You know, so I'm very select about and I think everyone should be very select about whatever energies you are letting in because this is a planet of dualities yes. and there is good, bad, yes, sure. no, black, white, you know, so there yes. are, you know, you know, for every, um, you know, sort of a cause and effect. So you really do have to be careful about the energies that you expose yourself to.
0: We are talking with Lorna Adams. Uh, she's a spirit guide. And we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. But when we come back, we're going to tell you uh, some experiences that we've had and what your take is on it. And we're also going to talk a little bit more about spirit guides. Okay.
2: Wonderful. All right. We're going to be right back. AP Radio News. I'm Diane Kepley. As Dallas mourns the killings of five police officers, more is being learned about the gunman who carried out the attacks. Officials say Micah Johnson used a military-style semi-automatic rifle in the sniper lanes and fired it from several locations to make it seem as if there was a more than one gunman involved. He was finally taken out by a bomb loaded on a robot. Mayor Mike Rawlings.
0: He had a choice to come out and we would not harm him or stay in and we would. He picked the latter.
2: And Governor Greg Abbott says even though the gunman likely acted alone, there are still questions to be answered.
0: Who, if anybody, uh, may have
4: known what the gunman knew, what he was going to do? Uh, may have assisted him uh, in any of his efforts.
2: Police found bomb-making materials and other items at Johnson's home in the Dallas suburbs. President Obama will be talking about the shootings and race relations in the coming hour as he wraps up his trip to the NATO summit in Warsaw. Donald Trump released a video tape statement on the attacks and the killings of blacks by police.
0: We must stand in solidarity with law enforcement, which we must remember is the force between civilization and total chaos.
2: In an appearance at a church in Philadelphia, Hillary Clinton denounced all violence. Meantime, in Houston early this morning, police shot and killed a man after he was spotted standing on a road with a revolver. In Georgia, Missouri, and Tennessee, officials say officers were shot in individual attacks. Two officers were wounded, one of them critically. Go ahead. In Phoenix, freeway ramps were closed during a protest against the police shooting of blacks. This woman told KNXV-TV she wants changes in American society. We
1: all matter, and it has to be a time where we come together and we make unity with all of our people because we're all human at the end of the day. I see it as one race.
2: People also took to the streets in other cities to protest the killings of black men by police in Louisiana and Minnesota. Among those cities were Atlanta and Washington, D.C. It was a record time day today for Serena Williams.
0: Serena Williams has won a hard-hitting seventh Wimbledon crown, seeing off a determined challenge from Germany's Angelique Kerber in straight sets, securing the one-hour and 21-minute match, 7-5-6-3. The victory secures Williams her 22nd Grand Slam title, equaling the professional era record held by Steffi Graf. In the end, it was a Williams serve that made the difference on a windy center court. 13 aces demoralizing Kerber as she struggled to build pressure in the match. The German just unable to break the Williams. Serve. Graham Agars, London.
2: Someone is looking for some financial advice in Indiana. A lottery official says a jackpot winning mega millions ticket worth an estimated $540 million was sold there. It's the only one sold anywhere in the country. Styrofoam and plastic products like it are on the way out in San Francisco. City supervisors approved a measure that bans the sale or use of the products. Environmentalists say the lightweight plastic pollutes waterways and takes too long to decompose. I'm Diane Keppel, AP.
4: You're listening to Michael Mashey Live, broadcasting from the Cuisinart Resort Studios in Anguilla. Cuisinart Golf Resort and Spa, Anguilla's ultimate destination. Michael is joined by his wife, producer, and co-host, Blanca. Be sure to visit our website, com, to hear archived broadcasts and for our upcoming show schedule. And now... Back to the show.
0: And welcome back to Michael Mashey Live. Our special guest is Lorna Adams. And Lorna, we wanted to share with you a couple of experiences that we've had and and kind of what you make of it. And uh, Blanca, do you want to tell her what we've experienced?
1: Sure. And this is going to be strange. I've always felt that God has spoken to me in my dreams. I would have a dream. I wouldn't understand it. And then a period of time later, You know, it began as deja vu. Then, as I grew up, it was specific about encounters that I would have. And I I learned to rely on those dreams to help me. I'd pray, I'd meditate, and then ultimately I would receive an answer uh, or a direction of what I was supposed to be doing from from God. And, uh, you know, I never thought about it, it in terms of being psychic, it was just the way that it was. And it began from when I was a very young child, maybe about four or five years old. And I didn't get really good at it until I was about teenager hitting puberty. Um, so anyhow, you kind of are in denial and you put these things aside. You know, my mother was also very intuitive. My grandmother was very intuitive. And my mother would often tell me this is going to happen. I feel like this is going to occur. You need to be watchful. And of course, everybody says, well, that's just your mother being overprotective or overly protective. But no, it she was very acutely aware of things uh, that were to come as I discovered later. I also have those things occur, you know, and and you can call it motherly intuition. I think most mothers have this in us, but don't refer to it as spirit guides or, you know, voice from God speaking to you until you really open that uh, in your mind and say, this is what it is. Now I understand it. Well, anyhow, Um, I was going through a a very difficult divorce, and I had spent a period of time apart from my former husband. And um, I was staying with some very close friends of mine and very, very helpful, spiritually intuitive people. Um, But they kept my staying with them discreet. They didn't tell neighbors or anybody, uh, you know, that I was staying with them for a period of time. And anyhow, my friend came to me and said, "I, I need... I need to let you know that we have a psychic in the neighborhood. And she contacted me and said, I need to speak with that lady who's staying with you. <laughs> okay? <laughs> and, and, of course, my friend is saying, what are you talking about? I just got some friends visiting, you know? And she, you know? And the psychic kept pursuing her and saying, no, I need to speak with her. I have a very important message for her, meaning me. Mm-hmm. And I was not interested, did not want to engage in communicating about this. You know, I felt, okay, I'll pray. I'll, the answer will come to me. I feel like I'm psychically connected. I know God will speak to, speak to me. You know, what, what do I need to go elsewhere for to hear a message that I know that, uh, you know, God can tell me himself, right? Well, mm-hmm. anyhow, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't cooperating. And she showed up and said, I need for you to come over. Here is where I live. Come over after you finish, whatever it is that you need to do, and, and let's, let's talk. Mind you, my friend had not mentioned anything to her. It wasn't like she could see where I was, where I was staying. It was a very private area. It was, you know. So anyway, we went over to her house, and she sat down across from me, and she looked at me and said, I see two M's, M-M. Do you know a Michael? I see a big M, M-Michael, Michael M. And I thought myself at the time, I wasn't thinking of my friend Michael. He was my uh, coworker. We'd written music together uh, professionally, good friends for many years at that point. And I wasn't thinking of him. I was thinking in terms of the realm of what I was pre- at that time mm. currently focusing on, which was litigation. I thought maybe there's mm. a lawyer, you know, Michael Gottlieb. Michael, you know, I, I didn't think about it in terms of Michael Mashey. And she said, well, I have to tell you, he is here to protect you. And you need to reach out to this michael M, and i didn't I just really put that aside. I didn't think about that. It was a very important message. she said she said, "You don't know how to use your gift if you did, you would fly away so uh, I took that with me, and I didn't do much with it and then ultimately, after i my divorce was within two weeks of finalization, Michael called me out of the blue and and just said, "Hey, would you like to come listen to me here some you?" Know, some music at this public venue and uh you know it was from from there we very quickly began a relationship and it wasn't even until we were re- married a year to where i remembered that the psychic <laughs> had told me that it was michael m you've got to reach out to michael m so apparently i did what i was supposed to do but right you know so that a little it, bit long-winded but i needed to let you know that sometimes we have that gift but we also close we're close to it because of whatever pain or the circumstances at the moment are, are preventing us from being able to, to be right. receptive.
0: What I want to ask you is, like, who would have said that to the psychic? Would that be a family member of Blanca's? Or would that, in general, she just gets a, a message like that?
3: Well, to me, I mean, my experience, I can't speak for her because I think, you know, sure. uh, I, I think a lot of us psychic mediums, I think we work the same way. And then other, I mean, I do not I've never used tarot cards or anything like that. I have nothing against them. I just would, I don't know what they mean. I don't know what to do with them, you know? So, how did you
1: know know that she used tarot cards? Because I didn't
3: tell you that, and I don't think I mentioned that in the story. (laughs) I just said, I just used that as an example. (laughs) Um, And people, (laughs) some people use them, and really the cards themselves are just a tool. Mm -hmm. I used to know a reader growing up, also a friend of the family, she used a deck of playing cards you know it's just a tool and i think sometimes it's more for the clients than than anything else i just don't um i don't need that i don't you know i just i just don't you know right, right. um but that's you know it's an interesting story you tell blanca because you know i i think gosh you know look that that lady and you know she didn't get any credit for like a year and a half <laughs> <laughs> i
1: know Oh, and Mickey, that's her name, Mickey. I am so sorry that I was no, so difficult.
0: Wait, wait. It wasn't Mickey Dane, was it? N-
1: n- no, I don't oh, know. Okay. I don't know what her last name was, okay. but she but she
3: intent she was persistent, let me oh, tell that's you. So funny. Yeah. <laughs> she wouldn't it let up. You know, it's funny that, you know, that that time lapse, because that's just the process, you Mm -hmm. know, and so a lot of times people come for a reading and they're sort of like, and I can understand because I've been there, sort of like deer in the headlights, because it is so much information. It it can be a little um, overwhelming in the moment. And like a perfect example that you said, Blanca, you know, here you're thinking litigation, you're in the throes of this, you know, divorce, and it's emotional, it's difficult, you know. That's all
1: I was focused on. I thought, well, the message has to be about what it is that I'm going through right now. No.
3: Right, right. (laughs) Right, and the, the thing is about spirit is that, um, I mean, my interpretation of that is that she was really told by spirit very strongly, you know, again, here the spirit guides went all the way out of this way through this lady that you didn't want to have anything to do with because, again, you and rightly so. You were focused elsewhere, and this is this is how badly um, the spirit guides want to help us. Yeah. They will just go through, you know, hell and high water to get to us and say, look, there's hope. You're going to get through this. It's going to be okay. It's going to be even better than you imagine. Now we live Go in ahead. Anguilla, which is gorgeous. It's like paradise on earth. So not only was I, he sent to protect
1: me, but he was sent to put me <laughs> in some beautiful place. Amazing. <laughs> right. No kidding. So yeah. I'm glad. Very glad, you know. <laughs> we yes. are
0: talking with Lorna Adams here on the MicroMashe Live Show. Lorna, So so explain to our listeners about spirit guides. What exactly is a spirit guide?
3: Would you say it's a guardian Um, angel? uh, No, angels, that's a good point. Angels are completely different than spirit guides. Angels um, have never and will never take human form or physical form. I always describe angels as God's helpers because, you know, right? He can't be everywhere. So angels are extremely powerful, as most of you probably know, Mm -hmm. and um, they're lifesavers. Uh, Spirit guides, on the other hand, we have seven or eight spirit guides at any one time that uh, they tell me they rotate in and out. Some some of my spirit guides are very funny. Some of them are ones really corny. Um, (laughs) And then once in a while, extremely somber, you know, uh, higher vibrational type of spirit guide, not humorous at all, will come in. He's very serious and give us information. But again, I, you know, for lack of a better way to describe guides... I describe them as uh best friends and helpers that remain on the other side as we choose to come into this physical body into this crazy wacky world and live this life and complete, you know, um karmic karmic lessons, other lessons, challenges because we can do it in a relatively short period of time in the physical body on this earth and then leave (laughs) go back to the other side so and many times spirit guides have had human lives they have um had physical bodies and so they understand the challenges and what we face and i think that's why they're so so eager all the time to help uh they're they're always standing by and so if you're not again if you're not aware of guides I remember when, you know, a couple of times when I was younger, when I'm sure where you guys can remember and you're at, you're in some place, you know, you're at a, let's say a place, a, a party or whatever. And you think, you know, your gut says you shouldn't be here, right? You should leave now. Yeah. Bad things are going to happen, <laughs> right? You know, yes. what are you doing? You know, and those are that, those are really your spirit guides. And a mm-hmm. lot of times I'll utilize my guides as I drive around town and I'll say, what do you think? You know, should I go this way? Should I go that way? And it'll happen just in a split second. And they'll say, "Eh, yeah, go this way. And I say, okay. You know, so they're there to help. So um, that's why I try to encourage people as much as I can to utilize them and and to call on them for anything, small things, big things. It doesn't matter.
0: Right. That's interesting. And and, does everybody, and I guess everybody would have a spirit guide, right?
3: Absolutely. Quite a few spirit guides. Mm -hmm. Hmm. And sometimes people that have passed, um, you know, again, probably most people know this. I talk to many people and, you know, someone close to them has passed, a parent or a sibling or a good friend, and they say, you know, I can still feel them around me, you know, and you're not crazy. That is them. Again, because just because we're out of the physical body doesn't mean that we're not still energy. We're not spirit. That's exactly what we are. That's the essence of what we are. So that doesn't go away. Love never goes away. Love never I mean, to me, there really is no such thing as death.
1: Well, I have another odd situation to ask you about if you'd like to if you'd like to give me your take on this. Sure. Um, I never met my husband's grandparents. Uh, they were deceased. They departed before I married him, actually. And we had a we had an an incident when, after our child was born where we would have, like, the TV turn on and off. <laughs> or we would have, you know, the lights dim. We would smell smoke, like a cigarette smoke in, in the yep. house. Yeah, he was a smoker, yeah. Uh, and yep. I was like, what is going on? You know, what is this? <laughs> you know, and I looked throughout the house furiously because of the smoke. It must be my teenager smoking, right? That's what my first thought was. <laughs> but was what, you know, really... Nope, nobody was home except my husband was sleeping. He had overslept for work, which he he never does. And it was because of the smell, that strong smell of smoke that I had smelled and and looked for it that I discovered he was asleep. So I was like, you got to get up for work. And he said, how did you know to wake me up? And I told him it was a cigarette smoke. Do you smoke? What's Mm -hmm. that cigarette smoke, Michael? And then that's when he told me that... his grandfather smoked, and I thought, well, maybe yeah. that's a visitor coming through and saying, hey, child, girl, go get your husband up from bed. <laughs> yep. You know? Yeah,
0: yeah, not only that. There was times that I would smell like, you know, he used to wear Old Spice, you know, just the classic yes. Old Spice. Oh, my gosh, yes. the room would just reek of Old Spice. And I asked my wife, do you <laughs> smell that? And she says, no. No. I'm going, oh, my <laughs> gosh, he's he's standing right in front of me. Billowing. I can feel it. Yeah. can yes. That it. And that just, a, yeah. so that's why I totally believe, because I, that's just not, that just doesn't happen. It's, There's something there. It's
1: on. It's otherworldly, really.
3: Yes, that's it how is. we look at it. it. It is in the the old spice. That's hilarious because my mom used to wear uh, Avon, right? Mm-hmm. It's like I mean, she was a hardcore Avon person you know she's like I, I can still remember growing up the avon lady coming to our house and uh she'll she hasn't done this in a while but she'll come to me like uh, for some reason i'll be in walmart and she really wasn't a, a fan of walmart you know not a big you know and i'll go there once in a while and for you know strangely enough there will be like no one within you know 50 60 feet of me in this door and i i smell this wafting this mm-hmm. particular avon scent you know and i'm like Mom, really, you know, yes, uh, the cigarette smoke, I, this is so funny. Um, we live on a, um, you know, we don't live in a neighborhood. We live on uh, a horse property is five acres, you know, oh, and, nice. and there's, you know, homes across the street and stuff, but we're, we're kind of secluded, you know, we, across well, the street yes. is like five acres across. <laughs> Yeah, it's not it's there's I mean, we have neighbors, but we're not like, you know, in a subdivision. So mm-hmm. one of my clients left um, about a week and a half ago. And, and um, my husband and I are in the kitchen, we're like, what, what, what is that cigarette smoke? And so, you know, and it, you have to come through a gate and you can't just, you know, so we like, like, you know, like a bunch of goofballs, we rush outside to see yes. if there's someone on the property smoking, right? What? We're like, we're, you know, I mean, it's just us and our dogs, right? Who's gonna be? You know,
2: yeah.
1: And so, we're like,
3: what? What is that cigarette smoke? You got <laughs> you a know, pretty so.
1: nervy uh, pr- potential robber that's taking a, a cigarette right. break, you know? Before right.
3: Right. <laughs> <That's laughs> you know thinking, it, what? It, it's just even more impossible, but. The the to smell the old spice and yeah. then to have Blanca not smell it. I mean that. Yeah. It yes. It doesn't get any clearer than that. I right. mean, it's it's like really. I mean, come on. You know, oh, they,
0: they've come to me in my dreams like so vividly. I, that was years ago, and oh. I remember them like they were yesterday. as dreams. It's it's amazing.
3: And yeah, you know, when well, you bring up a good point, Michael, because you know I talk about astral travel and accessing the other side and other dimensions while in the sleep state, which is the closest we come to the death state. Right. You know, when we're asleep, and um, we're able to do that, and so um, dreams tend to be like, well, there was this elephant, and then a big brick wall, <laughs> and then a peacock came in. You know, and it's like all that this random sense. stuff. I was right, right. All about. It, and when you but when you say that you remember it years later like it was yesterday that's because it actually happened you left your body and it actually took place hmm. and when you can feel someone literally either touching you hugging you and you can you wake up and you still feel them
0: yeah yeah
3: that's that's astral travel. That's and I wake a, up emotional. Yeah, I
0: got to share this with you. So my grandfather, yes. for instance, I, w- I I had dreamt that I was sitting with him at like a lunch table, like at a school room, you know, <laughs> like a big lunch table. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I can't <laughs> I, pop. You're here. I can't believe it. And, and I said, I got to ask you a question. Do you see God? And I remember him saying to me, he says, well, not all the time. And I'm thinking – and then and I, I just remember being really emotional, crying. And then the other dream that I had was my grandmother. I saw her on, like at the end of a hallway, and I'm going, oh, my gosh. What are you doing here? I, where have you been? I, I can't believe you're here. And she said, Michael, I'm here all the time. I'm not, I, I haven't left. And I'm thinking yeah. – and I woke up immediately just yeah. bawling my eyes out. And they're just so real. And I remember the dress. She was wearing a white lace dress. Um, so like you said, when you see these people – um, the the ones that have passed on you see them in a healthy vibrant state yeah right
3: right exactly I you know the the only the only variation in that is um you know and it's funny how they show up too because I'm not sure about your and this is your grandfather that's your dad's dad my,
0: my mother's father
3: yeah so um, it's interesting because they show up at it they may not Look like they did when they passed. They may be younger, right? Um, Mm -hmm. And that goes for even children that have passed. um, A child; these parents had lost a child, uh, maybe four, and the child showed up to me, and he was ten. Wow! So I don't, I don't, I, I, why I don't, I don't know. Maybe because his, you know, um, skills were more advanced. I mean, he could speak. I don't don't know. I'm not sure why, but the it's interesting when people. When there is a suicide or something tragic or a drug overdose Mm -hmm. or um, a lot of depression, some bipolar, some mental issues, and then they come through very differently. Uh, The energy is completely different than a person who lived a long life, passed naturally, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Completely different. It comes in cloudy. It comes in um, sort of foggy, dense, serious, remorseful uh regretful and so they are on the other side um going through a massive healing process right. there is no you know sorry fire and brimstone uh i i <laughs> have never gotten any of that there's no punishment there's no you know it really is true we are our own worst enemies you know um we're the ones that um Go, you choose to go through that to learn whatever we need to learn, but sometimes it can be a very long healing process on the other side right so that that comes through very the energy is very different no but Lorna yeah. you have you've, you've definitely gone above and beyond oh, on Marta, this interview and
1: and we girl, appreciate it so much I feel like having you stay in my home and come on let's <laughs> let's enjoy the
3: beach together <laughs> well i'm not going to argue with you there
0: I know. Oh, let me tell you. It is nice out here. You're, you're welcome to yes. come out here anytime.
3: Anytime
1: you're welcome oh, to come out you. here. It's, it's you know? really a, a place of peace. And I think that for somebody that is psychic, needs to be in a place of peace because, you know, the nature of what you do it must be so demanding. Um,
3: it, it is actually, you know, but I love it. I just, you know, I, I have to have balance, you know, too. But I, I, I just love it. I just, it's my favorite thing to do. Uh, period, you know. It just is. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, the ebb and flow of everything, you know. So, you know, sometimes I'm busy, sometimes it's a little less busy, and then I get antsy, you know. <laughs> I like yeah, to right. stay busy. Right, <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah.
1: Where do you go to vacation?
3: <laughs> um, That's such a good question. I just got back from California, which I was born and raised in the Los Angeles area. Ah, oh, okay. Man. I just you know, I am not a Californian. I just really? I just I don't like it there. Yeah, LA is a
0: yeah.
1: Well yeah, it can be very superficial, bad smog, a lot of bad energy. Yes.
3: Yeah. <laughs> and it's, crazy it's people once a lot in a of while. Crazy yes. people. <laughs> yes. And uh, you know, Man. I can acclimate, I can I can, you know, I can do that. I can drive like a maniac. Um <laughs> but um uh, I don't know. I have been I lived in Atlanta for many, 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 many years and um so I've been toying with the idea for quite a while to go back for a visit and of course, you know, you can't compare the Florida beaches to the Southern California beaches because the Florida beaches are just so cold beautiful. Beautiful oh, okay. in Florida, cold oh, in California. Cold. I
1: was thinking of California, yes. cold and gray in California and yes. beautiful and blue in yeah, Florida. Well yes. take yes. take Anguilla. Yes. And make that Florida beach
0: unbelievable. Yeah, Florida beach times 10.
1: Wow. I never saw beaches really? so pristine. Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing here. Amazing. The water is so clear for for a long stretch, and the sand is powdery. It doesn't hurt. Wow. It, it's really, and there's no, well, from everybody around the island, there are no sharks here. I mean, they see them once in a blue, you know, moon, but. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's a very different environment, you know, for people who, who enjoy the beach Um, and who enjoy swimming in the beach this is really spectacular
3: yeah i can't even uh i can't even imagine it's been it's just been too many years i was at the southern california beach and it was just like oh no i I remember why i just can't stand this (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah, right what was i thinking you know so yeah i will um yeah you guys definitely need a psychic on your staff i can see that you're not kidding.
1: We're going to put a headset on you. You're going to sit here, and then we're going to be giving the guests the once-over. There you
0: go. There you That's go.
1: right. That's no. right. Lorna, thank, thank you, re- you so much in.
0: for being on the show. Yeah.
3: Laurie, oh, my pleasure. Remarkable. And,
0: and listen, you're, you're welcome to be. I'm trying to figure out a way that we can have you on the show often. And, you know, obviously it's a business for you, so I understand that. And we've got to figure out a way where we can maybe work together and have – you know, maybe people on the show that want to have a reading and we could do it that way, you know, and, and we'll take care of the payments and all that stuff and we'll figure out something where we can work together, you know?
3: I would love that. That would be great. And you know, Michael, the other thing too, I know you'd said it was had been live before or whatever um, yeah. as opposed to a, a podcast and um, the guides get so excited because I do some of these podcasts <laughs> that are live and, um, and I do take call-ins and... Um, to me, that's like, I don't know, that's like um, eating a lot of candy. It's just like so fun, you know? It's well, let me ask like, you, how, how could we it.
0: do, would you want to do something where maybe you, you are a regular guest where, because we are trying to figure out a way. I did see that like somebody was calling in, but I didn't want to go right into middle of our interview because I didn't want it to cut off or anything like that. So maybe we could figure something out. Would you like to be a regular guest where, you know, we could invite people to call in?
3: Oh, sure. I love that. I mean, I love talking to people um, spontaneously, you know, boom, you know, questions, you know, rapid fire sure. questions. I've done um, a fair amount of live um, events like that with right. you know 100 or 200 people wow. and the energy is so fantastic and people say oh isn't it exhausting and and actually I'm so revved up by the end you have to peel me off the ceiling you know <laughs> oh, that's I'm just so great I, yeah I'm like wow I can you imagine. Know? it's so yeah it's just um but I love that and I am not uh I'm comfortable with that I'm not intimidated just the opposite I love it. So I love live shows and, you know, talking to people. Um, you know, what I do is w- when I, I get the energy off people's uh, voices, you know, and, again, right. the first names, and that's all I need. And, and the guides are just off and running. They're just, you know, talking so quickly. So, But I would love to do something on a regular basis. That would be fantastic. And I will um, definitely let you know if I um, come down to um, – Oh, if I'm if I'm going to go to Atlanta, I'd go to Florida too and see yeah, some right? friends. So. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Yeah.
0: Lorna, thank Pretty you so checking. much for being on the show. Yeah.
3: Thank you so much. It's been great talking with both You've of you. You've been wonderful. Thank you. And we'll
0: we'll talk more about the regular appearance.
3: Okay, sounds great. Lorna, great great having you on the
1: show. Thank you so Thanks much you. for okay. all of your information My pleasure. and it was wonderful talking with you.
3: Talk soon. Same, same here. <laughs>
1: You've been listening to The Michael Mashey Show. If you'd like to promote your business or upcoming event, contact the show at info at Go to www.michaelmasheelive.com to follow the show and receive email notifications when we're going live with future shows. Share this website on Facebook, Twitter, and email. You can follow Michael on Twitter at at Mike and Anguilla or on Facebook at Michael Mashey Live. Join us for our next broadcast. Ciao for now.